0: Hello and welcome to the AI Ops podcast. Here we evangelize how AI Ops platforms can transform your IT ecosystem. To experience the power of AI-led automation, visit our website at www.ziff.ai. Thanks for tuning in. We hope this episode adds value to you.
1: The second. Uh, part of our three-part series of the podcast some of what balaji had mentioned kind of naturally takes us to the second part which is to say uh, you know we we heard a little bit about the various sources of data that's available the various uh, the different kinds of impact that you can have and some of the challenges uh, also we heard uh, earlier my question is what is needed in terms of a pipeline So if you take for a second out the the questions of where you would apply AIML, but you say that, okay, so here are some clear cases that people have mentioned. Each of us, each of you have mentioned to me one or two or three cases where you think AIML could be valuable. What would be this architecture at some level? What are the driving factors and ideal solutions from a technology infrastructure data availability business process perspective to make the welcoming of a to, to enable the welcoming of ai ml to have an impact what are the conditions that you see that are needed dr shivankar maybe okay uh, for us it's a very uh, it, this question is very valid for our scenario
2: because uh, as of now, we are uh, sitting on uh, multiple uh, uh, platform, uh, patient operating platform, basically. Now we are uh, running two uh, different patient platform like Columbia and uh, uh, Australian Columbia and the Manipal hospitals also. When the company organization is on uh, a merger acquisition mode, this is, uh, 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 this is the basic uh, of the thought process, how you create a unified data systems. Basically, when you are operating multiple uh, patient operating systems, once you are creating a uh, unified data systems, which uh, nowadays is called like, uh, you can say it's data lake, yeah, lake house architecture, where all your governance, all your uh, data, different type of data uh, will come and they'll sit on that platform. And you can put uh, analytics, you can put on your, all uh, business intelligence over and above all those data structure so this is the uh, right moment for us to uh, to go with uh, ai enabled uh, ecosystems uh, in our organizations mm-hmm.
1: dr shivankar i just wanted to quickly uh, uh, build on what you had just said and post this question back to you in podcast 1 we heard you talk a little bit about the evolution of solutions you build yeah. and that evolution of solutions might have seemed a little piecemeal right it might have seemed like one app here one app there I'm I'm different sorry. data sources so from an architecture standpoint while uh, you know uh, what i hear you saying is that it that might have been ideal from a business need standpoint but from an architecture standpoint i hear you saying that if you were to build this now you would do it differently. Is that an accurate characterization? Yeah.
2: Uh, you are rightly said, basically. And uh, last two, we already uh, already uh, crossed two years uh, COVID-19 pandemic era. Now that also a business vertical, uh, as a business vertical, telehealth, tele-radiology, it's come up. So uh, when this kind of data uh, you are, uh, you are keeping uh, on your data structure, uh, Mm -hmm. you have to, you have to be more, uh, you have to be more analytic uh, from your uh, business thoughts, basically. Otherwise, it, it will be very difficult to invest uh, so much of amount in the technology. Now you are not getting a return of those things. So uh, from that point, if uh, IT is uh, pushing this kind of technology into the base ecosystems, that is also a benefit for uh, both us. Means from technology uh, as a uh, technology persons, it it will be benefited for us also, and from the organization, it will be benefited. So uh, this is the right. Uh, uh, Moment for us to uh, support this AI and ML based uh, architecture.
1: Got it. Got it. Uh, Dr. Naresh, uh, you know, if I think about uh, AI ML solutions in the healthcare setting and I break them across three areas, right? I can think of the data sources as a prerequisite, three prerequisites. The data sources, the Technology, the technology in terms of hardware, architecture, integration with IT system. And the last one would be algorithms, right? Uh, Is it simple rule based algorithm, basic uh, data mining, or is it like high end algorithms? Any thoughts on what is the secret sauce in these three aspects data, hardware technology, software, and algorithms? What do you think is the right? mix out here
3: the secret sauce is is the job of a cio to make it happen mm-hmm. right so i would look at it in two broad ways one is obviously uh, if you restrict ourselves to a clinical standpoint right mm-hmm. uh, in enhancing the way uh, the efficiency of care or the quality of care we provide to our patients mm-hmm. if you restrict ourselves to that then obviously there's definitely a business case for us to solve Right. Uh, having said that, first is as Mr. Shivankar also said that there are diverse systems because digitization in healthcare industry has come in leaps and bounds. It is not there's a blueprint which is written where every health organization will adopt and no. It is it depends on it the right time, right approach, right solution, right people, etc. So each healthcare organization has its own digital transformation journey. Right so for us to achieve a business use case of providing efficient and better quality of care then your data sources could be diverse right it could be on paper it could be on an electronic medical record it could be anything right so i would look at uh, the ai ml technology cutting across all these data, all these sources to meet the end goal objective Understood. right then i would work backwards and second part of this, while the sources are already there, right, even if it's on paper, we have technology where we could digitize it, get intelligence out of it, and push it back to the EMR, right? We have such technologies available, right? From an infrastructure standpoint, the infrastructure standpoint, the infrastructure is always there to connect to systems, right? To to ensure data is you know sent from a source to a target system. So from an architecture perspective, while we're trying to solve the end game right if you start working backwards then these sources and the technology would cut across each of the sources to make that end case happen
1: got it got it okay so uh, i'll i'll ask you this question balaji um, just from uh, data and technology uh, as angle do you see any no-brainers or major red flags would you say hey here are some Tech-related or data-related practices that you just need to follow in, uh, you know, with AI, ML, or here are some things that are uh, red flags. A- any thoughts or insights there?
0: I would, I would actually consider a lot of it as red flags. Okay, let me clarify that because while I think there is enough data uh, within the healthcare ecosystem or within the hospitals ecosystem, um, it is still, you know, the. Ho- old philosophy of garbage in garbage out, right, Uh, where I think there is enough data for the sample size to be pretty big for us to figure out what various models can do and all of that stuff and volumes are also there. But I think there is significant data quality, which is a problem. Mm -hmm. When I say that this is a different quality is a problem. It's not man created, or it's not a human created problem. It is because the hospital uses so many systems. are third-party systems rather than being homegrown and even if it's homegrown it's not a very homogeneous integration that the data interoperability continues to remain a big issue Mm. and hence that poses a big amount of pre-step before running it through a model of data cleansing and data scrubbing that's number one number two because of regulatory because it's a very highly regulated market Mm -hmm. because of the regulatory requirements or compliance requirements there is significant restriction on personal data, which unfortunately is the hallmark of the healthcare data, um, which cannot be shared. And hence, people have to scrub it before sending it. And while I understand that patient names and others may not be of such a great relevance with regards to running it through an AI ML model, so scrubbing it or data obfuscation there may work. But I'm not too sure, additional of the in addition to the patient data, if there are any other data which could create that challenge uh, while doing data scrubbing or data obfuscation before it is passed to a model. Mm-hmm. I think irrespective of whichever the problem is, mm-hmm. there is a fear of this data not being represented right as a starting point in many of the uh, hospitals and providers and operation units within the hospitals, which actually puts a barrier, entry barrier for them to explore some of these things. So there is a big education slash counseling slash collaboration session which needs to happen even before you take the data and pass it to a model, getting the data right to be
1: able to pass it through an AI ML model.
0: And this is a practical problem we are seeing everywhere.
1: Got it. And uh, any comment on uh, purely on the hardware side? Uh, are you seeing a similar uh, uh, requirement to run ML algorithms uh, from a hardware perspective? Or are you no. all moving to the cloud? How is that? Uh, work? Hardware is
0: hardware and infrastructure doesn't seem to be a problem. Two problems, as I said, are one is data and the ability, ability to have right data. Mm-hmm. And two, because it's uh, dealing with a lot of data, uh, people could abuse it if not use the right way. So there is significant amount of compliance clearance, which is needed before things can move forward and be passed on to somebody who's a specialist in AI ML, who will be able to drive some conclusions or intelligent insights out of it. These two seem to be the biggest problem. Hardware and underlying infrastructure doesn't seem to be a problem these days, especially with the advent of public clouds and other stuff.
1: Exactly right. Uh, so I'm guessing clouds are becoming a big uh, use, but that's that's true across the board, right? Not necessarily in the AI ML. Uh, space that's
2: true
0: across the board
1: but healthcare per
0: se has been a little drag okay. or a, it's a laggard in terms of adoption of cloud compared to many other industries but i think they are also seeing the rationale behind how it can help them drive a lot of newer ways of operations newer ways of cost optimizations and newer models of how they would like to uh, you know calculate their pls and make it worthy for the CIO or cto to be able to spend a little more to get some valuable insight. So I think there is a shifting trend towards that.
1: Okay, no, very interesting. I wanted to thank you all so much for uh, your valuable insight in podcast two of the three part series, um, where we just uh, uh, talked about the technology and data uh, infrastructure uh, related issues with adoption of AIML in healthcare.
0: Thanks for listening to the AIOps Podcast. Schedule a free demo today to experience the power of AI-led automation that can transform your IT ecosystem into a zero-incident enterprise. After all, zero is the new normal. Let us make this a reality for you.